All right, welcome back, everybody. Once again, I am the J to the E to the double F free. This is Jeffrey Harris, and you're listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. We are back for another exclusive interview for you here today. It is the MLW Openweight Champion, Alex Hammerstone. Alex will be part of the upcoming MLW Restart. That's right, MLW. They will be coming back with new programming and new content starting November 18th on their many platforms on YouTube, on Fubo Network, on uh, BN Sports, uh, more MLW Fusion, uh, TV tapings, and more. I'm very much looking forward to that. We talked to Alex Hammerstone about that, the pandemic hiatus, and his career. So we are going to have an interesting conversation there. So stay tuned. Here's an exclusive interview with Alex Hammerstone, the MLW Openweight Champion, here on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. All right, everybody, this is Jeffrey Harris, and welcome back to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. For today's interview, it is the one and only Alex Hammerstone, the MLW Openweight Champion. Alex, we are right on the cusp of getting MLW back on the air, back on TV. It is the hashtag, the restart of MLW. How does this feel right now that we're going to finally have you guys back on the air? Oh, man, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a little bit uh, like it almost doesn't feel real just because it's been so long, you know. Uh, so it's great. Uh, everyone's super excited about it, uh, myself included, obviously. And, um, yeah, just to get back to doing our thing, back to pumping out uh, content for the fans. I know the fans are waiting for it. We're waiting for it. So it's uh, good news all around. Now, um, your last match, I think, was on March 13th for the MLW AAA show where you beat Laredo Kid. And yes. since that match, you were out of the ring for well over, what, five months until you got back in the ring? How long was yeah. it? It was uh, it was quite a quite a while. Um, you know, there's been some indies that started up here and there that I've been a part of, and besides that, I'm very fortunate to uh, you know help train at a school here in Arizona. So you know, I did get I get a little bit of ring time, a little bit of reps in, but there's nothing like you know performing uh, you know with MLW and, and, and that locker room. So uh, I got some time away. Uh, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, was probably good overall. You know, everyone get, needs a little bit of a physical, mental rest. But I've been, I was itching to get back in a ring and, and wrestle again for a while there. Has the worst thing about this whole pandemic is knowing the fans have been deprived of Hammerstone and the dynasty? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the, the, the consumers, as Richard Holiday would call, would call them, you know, they're... Yeah. they're itching for they, they want it and you know to see to see that you know almost daily on you know twitter someone asking me hey when's this gonna happen when's that gonna happen and to not have an answer has been rough so it's nice to have something concrete to to tell everyone to have a, a date to look forward to well i mean the good news is is that during this hiatus you know court bauer uh mlw ceo has still been hard at work and he's gotten new tv outlets uh for mlw you know with fubo 
with DAZN. So how does it feel to at least know, you know, when you guys are coming back, there will be, you know, new eyeballs and, and new uh, consumers, as it were, coming in to watch um, MLW and, and uh, watch you in action? I mean, it's definitely exciting. It's, uh, it's very reassuring to know that, like you said, despite uh, the fact that we weren't able to continue on with live shows or anything like that, to know that, you know, the office was putting in the work to try to expand the, you know, the viewership of, of our show as much as possible. And it does make it just that much more exciting to, to get back to it and to know that hopefully, you know, some people are getting introduced to MLW for the very first time with the restart. Now, we're in November now. Um, it almost feels like a lifetime ago that AAA MLW show happening happening in March. Is it more surreal to look back on it now, or was it a surreal night in general? Because as far like that's the last I think wrestling event to have thousands of fans in attendance in North America in 2020. Or am I wrong on that? Uh, you could very well be correct about that. Because, I mean, there have been event, there have been wrestling events, but to have that many fans at a show in North America, I think that was the last one, right? I, I think you'd have to be correct. So, I mean, was, was that a surreal night? Because, I mean, I feel like, you know, we maybe expected a shutdown, but we maybe didn't expect a shutdown or a hiatus this long. And then, and now looking back, it, it feels... It feels like a whole lifetime, a whole chapter of our lives has passed since March thirteenth. Yeah. Um, it was. I mean, it was, it was definitely a whole bizarre experience because you know there. You know, people have been talking about the situation um, leading up to that, but it, it just didn't seem like a pressing matter. It didn't seem like anything that was that big of a deal um, uh, on anyone's radar, really. And even you know, leading up to the show. Um, you know, court kind of sent on a, an email to everybody that was a part of it, uh, kind of like letting everyone know, hey, um, with everything going on, if you don't feel comfortable, um, you don't have to do the show. Uh, there'll be no heat on anybody. Uh, just let us know so we could make the plans according. And I, I remember reading it being like, is this really that big of a deal? You know, like I remember being kind of like taken back by that. But, uh, you know, and then just that as we traveled, you know, because the crew traveled into California and then we, you know, we made the way across the border to do the shows. And I remember like that, that weekend as we got in California and as we're traveling, it seemed like every time I opened my phone, I'm just getting more and more notifications of shows getting canceled and people talking about this getting canceled, that getting canceled. And then, you know, my, my bookings are starting to get canceled. And I just remember like, thinking it was so bizarre. Like what is going on? It, was, it happened so fast, you know? And it was honestly to the point where there was a little bit of concern, like, that they were going to like close the, the border to Mexico while we were there or something crazy. Like we had no idea. Um, so, you know, at the time, you know, very much to your point, uh, nobody expected it to last the way it has. Um, I, I can speak for myself. Like I thought this was going to be a week or two weeks at the very most, you know, um, boy, was I wrong. Uh, and, <laughs> Yeah, so you know, so to look back on it, it's it's uh, very strange, you know, very surreal because at, you know, at the time we didn't realize by any stretch of the imagination what was happening or what was about to happen. I I was definitely wrong too, so do not feel bad about it. So, looking forward uh, to the restart as the reigning, defending, undisputed MLW Open Weight Champion. 
will you be back on track and defending that title uh, with the restart? Um, you know, it's like I've said at the beginning, um, I'm very much open to, to, you know, anyone who wants to step up, but at the, at the same time, I, you know, I think I've done my best to carve out, you know, a little bit of a, a niche for that title. And what that niche is, is if you're going to step up and challenge for it, you're, you better be ready to, to fight. You better be to put on a, you know, a hell of a match because up to this point, you know, that belt has some pretty impressive matchups, you know, attached to it. And that's kind of what I think people have come to expect from that championship is, you know, you have the MLW heavyweight championship, which, you know, generally that would be perceived as the top belt in the company. But I had that chip on my shoulder that I want my belt to be considered the top belt in the company. So every time I've gone out there, I've really tried to deliver and that's what I'm going to continue to do. And, uh, and, you know, in addition to that, you know, I have made, a made my intentions clear about pursuing the world heavyweight championship as well. So you got to know that that's on my, uh, my to-do list, but at the same time, you know, to your point, I will be very happy to jump back into the swing of things and, uh, rack up the more successful defenses for my championship, uh, as it currently stands. Hammerstone two belts or champ champ Hammerstone. I like the sound of it. Um, but do you, do you see any, competitors in ML on the MLW roster who can compete with you or, or, you know, not someone who can beat you, but someone who is at your level who can go with you in the ring. Um, yeah. And, and that's the thing that there's still matchups to be in touch, you know, as whether it's someone like Tom Lawler, low key, uh, Fatu, obviously, you know, or, you know, God forbid Richard holiday. Like there's several people who, you know, at the, as it stands now can, very easily, you know, hold their ground and are, are very much on that level of competition that I've yet to face. But in addition to that, with the restart taking place, we're bringing in some new people, you know, whether it's uh, people we've signed under, you know, full-time contracts, whether it's people that we're bringing in, for, you know, on a day-to-day appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be some interesting names uh, brought to the fold right off the bat. Um, so there's... You know, that opens up many new doors for competition for myself. And, um, you know, it's just as, as my earlier point, you know, I want any match that's going to test me. I want any match that's going to be, you know, something to enjoy, something that people are going to talk about. And uh, so whatever background, you know, the new people are coming from, uh, I'm looking forward to those, those new challenges. Uh, it, how is Richard Holiday doing after his, his face was, was hurt and injured? It, he seemed pretty upset about it. You know, kids are looking at him weird, and he seemed pretty emotionally um, disturbed by the whole experience. Is he recovering? Is he doing okay at this moment? I think he's going to be okay. I think he's recovering just fine. Sometimes, uh, you know, he might uh, jump the gun and overreact a little bit. I, I do not think he'll be partaking in any more uh, tanning challenges. But that being said, I think he'll be just fine and ready to rock and roll for the restart. Okay, so tell me about this alliance with the Von Eriks. Would you be willing to align with the Von Eriks against a common enemy in Contra Unit? I think um, anybody and everybody in, in MLW got to the point where they're ready to take up arms if it's against uh, Contra Unit stopping things from 
resuming in the manner we wish them to. Uh, that being said, there's um, there's not a whole lot of alliances that I want to make any kind of permanent situation. Right. Um, you know, realistically, the dynasty itself is dwindled down to just myself and Richard Holiday. Um, so I, I'm not in much of a uh, an alliance mood, but what has to be done has to be done for the time being. Okay, so a temporary alliance or um, a kind of uh, suspension of hostilities at the moment kind of thing. Very well put, very well put. Okay, now, is Contra Unit, is the whole impetus of what they're doing, are they just doing this to protect Jacob Fatu and to keep him, you know, to protect his title reign and, and keep him from... Uh, taking on competitors like yourself for the heavyweight championship. You know that's that's the sentence that Contra would never say. That's the that's the accusation that Contra would deny up and down. But you got to you know take into consideration that once I did become the number one ranked challenger in MLW, uh, that's when the shenanigans started, and they haven't stopped since. You know, and despite time, MLW has released an article about it. Despite every time I've talked about it on Twitter, despite every podcast such as this one, that it's been public information that I'm out here, you know, stating my claim and making the public challenge, there's uh, an eerie silence from the Contra camp. So, um, calling Jacob Fatu scared uh, might be a bit of a stretch, but at the same time, uh, actions speak a lot louder than their lack of words. Okay, so... What was the key to staying motivated and same for you uh, during this pandemic? Uh, I know you mentioned earlier, you know, you did uh, training and you did coaching uh, as a teacher in Arizona at a school. So I'm, I'm curious, did that help at all? And, and what else was key for you to just not just go crazy? Because I've certainly had my moments during this pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I won't. I won't sit here and lie to you and tell you it was all easy breezy or that, you know, I'm so disciplined that I didn't struggle because I did. I struggled a lot. Um, you know, there are some days when I literally probably just like anyone else, some days I sat on my couch all day long and got nothing accomplished. And it was, you know, just very much felt depression, very much felt, you know, the unsure nature of everything going on. Uh, it's tap. Um, I do feel very fortunate um, to be in a situation to have the support of so many great fans and a great company behind me, you know, and that constant, you know, reminder that there are people, you know, in, in whatever minuscule way you want to, you know, put it, um, they're they kind of count on me to, to do something, you know, so when this is all said and done, um, whether for a little bit of entertainment, you know, once one night a week or whether, you know, they invest a little bit more emotionally into me. Like it does mean something that, you know, people are expecting me to live up to a certain standard and a certain precedent that I set. And, you know, to have, to know that I have this, um, this championship that I have to defend, you know, and if I slack off for five, six, seven months and then expect to just, you know, get back to the, not miss a step, that's going to be a little bit arrogant on my behalf. So, um, as you know, as I alluded to, there were days where it was a struggle, but there were days where, you know, all of those factors came into play and kept me just putting one foot in front of the other day in, day out. And uh, slowly but surely, we got through the mess of it all. And uh, hopefully, as it currently seems, things are slowly getting back to 
a situation where we'll be able to prevent wrestling um, moving forward. Now, I, I follow you on Twitter, Hammerstone, and I know you have not been skimping on your workouts, you know, staying fit, uh, making good decisions, and just staying active uh, during this whole hiatus. So, do you have a message for any competitors who think, you, you know, when, you, when we get back, you know, you're going to have ring rust or you've uh, slacked off at all? Do you have a message for any of those competitors who think they're going to get a, a softer... Um, rustier hammerstone um i mean so it's it's just like this um because nothing about my training changed nothing slacked off nothing nothing eased up if anything all this whole period did was make me realize you know how much i took wrestling for granted how much i took the opportunity to get 100 percent for granted how much i took uh simple things for granted so now when i get the opportunity to train hard to be in a wrestling ring to be on a wrestling show i'm just that much more uh ready to give it 100 percent, you know and i've kind of adopted the mindset of you know you don't have to get in the zone if you live in the zone so anyone who thinks they're gonna have a an easy day at the office uh getting back in the ring with me or that i'm gonna have you know a little bit of rust or two left feet or anything like that, uh, they're sadly, sadly mistaken. Now, I know Holiday is uh, big on his coffee. I, I talked to Holiday a few days ago. We talked a bit about coffee. I'm curious, do you do you like coffee anywhere near as much as him, or is it not really your thing? That guy will go and get <laughs> coffee at any time of the day. Every time we are in a new town, a new city for MLW, I'm Googling where the nearest gym is, and he's Googling coffee shop. Uh, that is one thing, um, that is one love that we don't share. Uh, there's one time a day I want caffeine, and that's before my workout. Right. Other than that, I pretty much leave it alone. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be making his own blend at some point, so totally fits him, though. <laughs> totally fits him. Um, but do you do you two see yourselves as the fa as the faces as the premier athletes of MLW right now? You the Caribbean heavyweight champion, uh, the openweight champion right now, and with your sights set on the heavyweight title, are you the premier faces of the MLW roster? In a very non narcissistic way, yes, because you know, and and myself and had these talks, you know, over, over, you know, the course of this whole pandemic, whether we were just talking about what it's going to be like when things move forward or whether we had our, our friendly discussions to help each other make decisions, you know, such as us both re-signing uh, contract extensions with the company. Um, and it, it did come to a point where, you know, we made that decision that we want to be that. Not, not that we're that because we're so great, you know, and oh, we're the faces of the company said okay if we're going to resign if we're going to extend this is going to be our home for the next several years moving forward we are going to be the faces of this company because we are work our act and because we care enough about the company to do so you know i i i see myself in that role because if i'm not going to try to be that then i wouldn't even resign with the company so if someone else's perspective is that I'm not that, well, then I'm just going to keep trying harder until I change your mind. Um, I'm going to put my best foot forward with every every promo, you know, every piece of uh, every interview, every you know media appearance I got to do. Um, I want to you know spread the name and you know kind of be a flag bearer for MLW 
because I do think we have a lot of uh, extremely talented wrestlers as part of our show. And uh, I, I do kind of have that you know, chip on my shoulder of, you know, okay, well, what makes anyone else better than this, you know? So uh, I, I, I do think uh, of the dynasty as, you know, kind of the faces of the company. If, if nothing else, you can't deny that uh, we've become a cornerstone of the television for the last year to ever since uh, we were formed. So um, mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, like I said, if someone doesn't see me as that, um, I just take that as motivation since I'm uh, otherwise. I think the thing, though, that MLW really needs to be applauded for, you know, while, you know, the whole world has been shut down, sports have been shut down, wrestling has taken a hit, I think it's been clear that MLW and Corp Bauer have been looking at not just how does MLW come back, but how do we come back and do it safely so we're looking out for the health and safety of the athletes during this pandemic, um, getting them tested, having a CDC official on site. Um, are you encouraged and happy with what you've seen in the steps that have been taken uh, in terms of the protocol and, and things that are being done? Because I feel like I feel like some promotions can maybe take some notes from MLW based on everything I've seen, things I've, I've heard uh, from Richard Holiday. I'm very impressed, but what do you, but what do you think from your perspective? You, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, just to tag on some of the points you already touched, but, you know, it's like what I want for myself, you know, we can't just think about what we want for ourselves because I was to a point, you know, where people, if you said, hey, do you want to wrestle on this show? Like, I, I would just say yes before I get details. But, you know, everyone is differently. Everyone's been affected by this differently. Everyone has their own, you know, on a spectrum, you know, as far as their approach to how they want to handle this. Um, but I think, you know, the most responsible way when you're dealing with a, a large group of people is to err on the side of caution, you know, because where I might not think something's a big deal, somebody else does, you know, and I don't want to, if I'm comfortable with something but somebody else isn't, you know, you might as well err on the side of caution to make everyone as comfortable as possible. You know, and in addition to that, not, um, you know, what I'm seeing a lot is, you know, sometimes a certain area might have, you know, kind of ease on restrictions and they're allowed to do something or, but, so they might be following all the rules, but then you're getting flat, you know, kind of a, a backlash from social media of people like watching what they're doing and say, Hey, yeah, you might be like following the laws of that County, but that doesn't mean like that's safe. Like, you know, so, you know, court Bauer really went above and beyond to not only abide by, you know, the local guidelines, he went further, you know, everyone was tested before, you know, they show up, everyone's going to be tested at the event. Like you said, they're going to be multiple, uh, temperature checks, there's going to be a CDC official that it's, you know, it, it really was above and beyond to make sure everyone there felt comfortable um, so that they weren't preoccupied, worrying about, you know, anything they didn't be worried about. But not only that, fans, you know, are going to be in a situation where they can enjoy the product and they don't kind of, they, no one can really watch it and go, yeah, I like this wrestling, but I don't feel comfortable that they did this or that because we really went, you know, out of the way to make sure it was done as safely as possible. Okay, so just a couple more questions, Alex. So November 18th will be the return of uh, MLW Fusion on Fubo Sports and MLW YouTube uh, starting November 21st uh, on BN Sports every Saturday. So 
what message do you have to fans, returning fans, to new fans on what they can expect for the MLW restart, what they can expect from Alex Hammerstone, the open weight champion, um, and uh, Richard Holiday, the Caribbean heavyweight champion in Dynasty? Um, I mean, you know, uh, piggyback on something I said earlier, we're all in a position where we've uh, we've kind of learned what it's like to not have wrestling, right? So everyone's coming back hungrier than ever, you know, more ready than ever. And, you know, we haven't been in a position like a lot of the other programs who have got to continue pumping out content. So if anyone's kind of felt a little bit forgotten, it's us, you know. So it's uh, that little bit more to prove. And you know, everyone's bringing their best foot forward. And not only that, you know, we have some surprise returns and some first-time appearances that, are, you know, are going to really shock people or it's going to really shake up the roster. And, um, you know, I can really only speak for myself, but, you know, I'm, I'm working my ass off to climb to the very top. And as I'm making that climb, I know there's a lot of people chasing. So you're going to get some very competitive uh, wrestling that's going to be different than anything else you watch on TV currently. Your dog, your dog is also excited about the restart. Must have heard what we were talking about and got and got jacked up. <laughs> okay. And last question. Um, if you had any uh, social plugs, any merchandise plugs you'd like to share with our listeners, wanted to give you that time to do that. So please go ahead. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Alex Hammerstone. Uh, I like to think I have one of uh, the more entertaining Twitters of pro wrestling. Um, you know, very interactive with all my fans there. Um, and then in addition to that, uh, I have several shirts up on pro wrestling tees, whether it's through the official NLW sport or through my own personal one. And uh, snagging a, a Hammerstone tee always helps me out, so... Go ahead and check those out. All right. He is Alex Hammerstone, the MLW Openweight Champion. We are getting MLW back on Wednesday, November 18th on Fubo Sports and MLW on YouTube. I cannot wait to see you guys doing what you do best. Thanks so much, Alex. All right. Thank you, brother. Really appreciate it. All right, so that was Alex Hammerstone, the MLW Openweight Champion. The MLW Restart starts on November 18th, so stay tuned. So, uh, if you're listening to us, thank you for finding the show. If you're listening to us on the 411 Mania YouTube channel, I'd very much appreciate it if you can give us a like, a comment, a subscribe. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, if you can submit a five-star review for us or a user review on Apple Podcasts, I would very much appreciate it. But more than anything, thank you for finding to the show. Thank you for listening to us. And I will do what I can to get you some more interviews here on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Until next time, I am the J to the E to the double F E. You've been listening to Jeffrey Harris. And this is the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Bye, everybody.